0: Hey everybody, I'm Sam Brunel and this is Beyond the Arc with myself and my new co-host Antonio Clary. Um, for those of you who don't know who we are that much or that well, I play women's basketball here at the University of Virginia and Antonio plays uh, for the football team. So we are super excited to be here on a podcast format. The show is um, actually in person before now but we are excited to be more accessible now for um, folks out there in the community who want to you know, listen to our podcasts and. podcasts Um, you know, tune into what we got to talk about. So I'm going to hand it over to Antonio real quick to um, fill you guys in on who he is a little bit since he's new to the show, and we'll get going.
1: What's going on, everyone? So my name is Antonio Clary, as Sam mentioned. Um, I'm here. I'm I'm on the football team here at UVA, and I'm a rising fifth year. I'm currently in a master's program for uh, educational psychology, and I graduate that this May. And um, I'll be pursuing my football career this fall and then declaring for the draft. I'm from Jacksonville, Florida, um, from the beach, so not from Virginia like Sam. Um, but, yeah, I love Virginia now since I've been here for going on my fifth year.
0: Yeah. And then, I, like I said, I play women's basketball. I actually grad transferred to the University of Virginia this past year. Um, so this is my first year playing at UVA. As uh, Well, I, my situation is a little weird because I graduated in three years from Notre Dame, so I was a graduate student this year. And then I'm actually returning for my fifth year and final year. Um, this coming year. So I'm super excited to be able to do that. And I'm a local kid. I live about 25 minutes away. My hometown is about 25 minutes north of Charlottesville. So I always grew up a UVA fan. It's great to be back home. Um, and, you know, Antonio is a great dude. So we're going to have a bunch of fun on this show. And we just want to give you guys a little inside scoop about what to expect. Um, basically, we want to just have fun and we're going to do hot takes every every week or every show that we do. We're going to do hot takes. We're going to have a guest on. Um, We don't have a guest for this show because it's an intro for you guys, but we'll have a guest in the future and we're just going to get to know them and get to know their story um, as well as have a segment that's just about telling any story. So it can be a funny story, you know, a serious story, whatever they want and then dive into their journey. And then Antonio actually has come up with a game segment for us. So um, that'll be really fun for you guys to tune in um, for the, the shows to come, but Today we're gonna just do a little hot take segment and um, give you guys a little, little brief about what that's gonna be like. So I'll let Antonio take us into that segment.
1: <laughs> so for our first hot take, uh, hot take segment of this year's podcast is gonna be the LSU and Iowa uh, situation with Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. Um, so what are your thoughts about that? Um, just like your first you know, initial thoughts. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, first of all, I know both of them actually just through playing basketball in high school. Um, They're both a year younger than me. Um, So, but we always competed together at like USA basketball trials and on the AAU circuit. Um, Both of them are great players. Um, They're great people. Um, But this is a topic of interest (laughs) since the game. And I think it's interesting. There's a lot of components that go into this and a lot of things that have negatively happened and, um some things that I think should be talked about um, and, you know, knowing both of them respect to both of them when we talk about this, but mm-hmm. I do think a lot of people are bringing up the argument, you know, Caitlin Clark, you know, did the face thing, uh, the game before or whatever to South Carolina. And, you know, she like waved off somebody that was at the three point line. Cause they can't shoot at all. And they were like, well, if Caitlin Clark can do it, then why can't Angel Reese do it? The difference is that like, I like to argue is Caitlin Clark was doing that during the game time. And Trash talk is to be expected during a game. Like, right. that brings competitive edge to it. Right. So the difference was, like, Angel did what she did. She did her face thing, and she, like, pointed at her ring finger. Um, You know, pretty cool. Pretty cool to do. But she did it after the game, and I feel like when a game ends at that point, when you got two great players like Angel and Caitlin, like, me as a player, I probably wouldn't have done that. I would have honestly probably dropped her up and been, like, great game, like, mad respect for you because they're both great players, and they got bright futures. So that's my take on it.
1: Right. I mean, I agree with you, too. Um, I think it's a big respect thing. I don't think that taunting is like a problem during the game. But after the game, I think it can get a little too far when you Mm -hmm. taunt after the game Um, because it's a respect thing. At the end of the day, you're you're competing. There's mixed emotions going on. And me personally, as a football player, there's constant mixed emotions going throughout the entire game. You trash talk, you know, you get upset. And um, during the game is fine, like during it when Caitlin did it during the game, uh, I know Angel did it sometimes during the game as well, but her doing it after the game, I think was a little excessive. Um She could have just ended it right there during the game once the clock hit zero and celebrated with her team, yeah, gave her respect to Caitlin Clark and the rest of the Iowa team, and then kept it moving from there. I don't think it should have went on after the game yeah. yes, you're in a in, in a state of mind where. You're excited. You just won the national championship against Iowa. And you've heard all this news about Caitlin Clark before y'all played her because the way she played against South Carolina when she waved the player off at the three-point line and then did this with her face uh, throughout the game. But I don't think you should have attacked her. Not attacked her, but I don't think you should have kept it going after the game when the game's already over because um, right. during it is fine. But after it, as a, as a sports player myself – everything like my coach always told us everything stays between the, within the white lines so after the game you're you're shaking and you're shaking it up you're giving respect to your opponent and moving on from there but anything that happened between the lines stays between the lines so yeah I don't think that should have uh prolonged right. after the after the clock came and
0: a big thing like with women's basketball that people talk about all the time is you know women need to play the game of class and like that's what it should look like and you know, it's not cool if women like, you know, show emotion and like, you know, do what those, what Caitlin and Angel were doing. Um, And I can say for myself, I actually was ejected from a game this year against Florida state, um, which was kind of crazy. And, you know, people had a lot to say on social media about it, but at the end of the day, you know, emotion's going to happen within a game. Nobody's going to be perfect. And just because we're women, I feel like we're held at this standard to just look perfect all the time. And, Or, you know, act like a woman. And that's just to, like, not be vocal and to not show your emotions like that. But, I mean, I think Angel is a big, you know, person in the forerun when it comes to, you know, trying to be a difference maker and growing the game so that women can show emotion and, like, play like the NBA players or play like, you know, the guys do. Because I feel like guys do that stuff all the time where they, like, flex when they get an and one or whatever. Nothing happens. Nobody blows a whistle. But a lot of the time in women's basketball, they'll give you a technical just for like, you know, being like and one or like just showing your emotion. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a little ridiculous, honestly, because it takes away from the joy of the game in a way like you feel like you can't even be yourself out there. So I think that that's an area that um, for women's basketball is definitely, you know, trying to trying to make that change. But it's tough. And so I feel like this situation is an example of all that.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, I agree, too, on that. And like I told you before the podcast started, I don't think. The women's woman's basketball is no different than a men's game. You're gonna mm-hmm. have the same emotions, you're gonna yell, you're gonna scream, you're gonna talk your trash all you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have I don't I don't think Angel Reese did anything wrong. She can talk trash all she wants, she can do all right. the taunting she wants, but let that be during the game the instead <laughs> of instead of after the game. Once once it's already over, both teams played a heck of a game, right? And I don't think that like the trash talking should have kept going after, yeah. And like when people said oh, Caitlin Clark, this and that, and then Angel Reese, this and that, and that doesn't matter. I don't think – like, the trash yeah. talking is trash talking at the end of the day, but it just, it just doesn't need to happen after. Right. Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, the men's game and the women's game, it's no different. Mm-hmm. And Caitlin Clark recently uh, – they recently shared that she defended – she was defending uh Angel Reese and saying that it, taunting is fine, and, like, it's fine. It's great for, uh, like, competitive – and stuff like that, and that's going to bring more fans to the games. Yeah. Uh, and that's what the women's sport wants is to bring more fans to the basketball game. So if they're the start of it, then that's good for women's basketball. I don't think yeah. there's a problem with what just went down uh, when they play. Uh Sunday. Sunday? Sunday. Yeah, I don't yeah. think there's a problem with what went down. It was just the fact that it went on after maybe a little bit. but
0: And views are growing. I mean, they had record numbers this year for, like, viewership for the games. Actually, I'm pretty yeah. sure – they had more views um, for the tournament games than for like an NBA game, the most viewed NBA game this year, which is amazing. And the crowd that they had Mm -hmm. at the game was amazing. It was loud. You could hear it on TV. It was amazing. I mean, to see that and to know that the game's growing in that way,
1: Exactly.
0: it'll be good when there starts to be consistency with that. But um, I wanted to talk about another aspect of this because some people don't do enough digging before they choose to have their opinions on matters like this. Um, but I was scrolling through Twitter, and there was, like, legit a video of Alexis Morris, who plays for LSU, um, and I'm going to backtrack for a second. So, Angel Reese was saying in her press conference that, you know, the reason she was doing all that was because she was disrespect like, Caitlin Clark was disrespecting, for one, South Carolina, who's in the SEC with them, and she was disrespecting Alexis, which – um you know i don't know to the extent of was that just because she wasn't garden herd super close or what that was but she she said that in her press conference but before the game the championship game alexis morris was literally standing in the hallway like Mm -hmm. waiting to see caitlin clark and she said on this video i'm like excited to meet her i'm excited to play against her like this girl is legit she is good like she was giving her respect right and so like people don't always do their homework and see like it's not like it's coming from a an ill place when right. people show emotion, especially women show emotion in a game and and do like this stuff like you know whatever. but um you know there was respect there um, by both of them and and Caitlin Clark ended up walking out in the video and like they spoke and they right. talked to each other mm-hmm. respectfully and like showed there was mutual respect so I feel like people also gotta do their homework before they comment on social media sometimes, because then they look dumb at the end when it's like they're they're stating an opinion, but they don't know all right, the facts. So. Exactly.
1: Now, people that talk on social media about a topic and they don't have any idea of like what it's about,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: that kind of gets on my nerves. Because like, like you didn't watch the game, you weren't there, yeah. like you probably didn't follow them the entire season, so mm-hmm. you don't know what they've been through, and at the end of the day, like it's sports, like it's going to happen. Yeah. Taunt, taunting is going to happen. It's just at the end of the game, you're going to have that respect for that player. Um, Cause Caitlin Clark was, I mean, she might taunt during the game, but after the game she shows her respect as well. So.
0: Yeah. And she didn't should. show, Caitlin didn't show any emotion to what right. Angel Reese was doing. Exactly. Like, you know, it wasn't personal in that way because right. if it was personal. Like Caitlin would have reacted or right. done something back and it wasn't that way. Um, And Caitlin's press conference actually was really impressive and how she um, answered the questions in regards to Mm -hmm. that. And she was just like, you know, it happens. And she made it about her team, which was a good response, a very mature response. Mm -hmm. So it was really cool to see that on her part. But I mean, I I think this is something you're going to continue to see women's basketball continue to grow and like happen more, especially with Angel Reese. She's, I think, got a few more years left like with her still in the game and um, you know, influencing it in that way and being a role model in that way to just allow like, say to women look you can do this out here on the court don't hold back your emotions like play play your game and every player is different there's players that play silently and there's players who play loudly like angel right um so it's just going to depend on you know exactly who you're playing who the person is and that's just part of the game it's part of competition so
1: exactly and i mean who knows next year they might face each other again during the tournament and that's going to bring a crowd out so oh my gosh absolutely yeah
0: yeah, it'll be interesting because Iowa loses their star post player, but right. they keep their 40 point exactly. star. <laughs> player. Best player in the they, they got Caitlin right so. back. So, you know, it'll be interesting. The women's game's growing. Like, even in the ACC this year, like, there was at one point five or six teams in our conference that were ranked. Right. And they took, I think, like eight teams from our conference to the tournament. So, and, you know, SEC is great. They're very physical. Mm-hmm. Pac 12 continues to have people make it every year. Like, a bunch of. Women's basketball is growing, and there's just a lot of talent everywhere. And I think that makes it really interesting because for a while in women's basketball, it was like UConn wins, UConn wins, UConn wins, um, and you know it's nice to have a narrative change. And I feel like right. that's been happening the past few years. And it's always fun to see somebody new win, mm-hmm. somebody new like make that Cinderella story in the tournament, especially like the men's tournament yeah, this year. That like, was
1: yeah, the men's tournament. That was crazy. I didn't expect that at all? Yeah, um, that
0: final. was I didn't
1: watch FAU all year.
0: Me either. Until the
1: tournament, and I didn't watch them (laughs) until they made it to the sweet the sweet sixteen.
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah, I was, I couldn't believe it. I mean, but I guess that's why they call it March Madness because
0: you see teams show up in March that you are just like, where were they months ago? Why weren't they playing like this months ago? But
1: I mean, even like even UConn, like they were a great team, but yeah, they were the fourth seed. Not saying there's. Yeah, yeah, they, they had, had to, to prove it. it. They weren't even they weren't even the number one seed in their in their division, so
0: mm-hmm. they
1: just. I mean, I mean
0: UVA exactly. <laughs> went out early. Exactly, but we know when that happens, we win a championship the next year. So right. maybe so that's hopefully what that that's means. yeah hopefully Not that's what good. happens next year.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think that women's basketball is is trending in the right d- direction, especially after this game, um, yeah. and showing what you know. Caitlin Clark, superstars like Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, mm-hmm. uh, and other superstars as well. Paige Beckers,
0: AZ Fudd. Yeah, yeah exactly. there's, and especially in the NIL space, like these these women are mm-hmm. making millions. Right. Like I know Caitlin Clark makes over a million, a million dollars. Exactly. And, you know, she does one, I know one of her NIL endorsements she does for free because she wants to give back to the community. And I think right. that's another cool thing. Like these women, they, you know, they look a certain way in the court, maybe, but yeah. their platforms, they're using it for the betterment of whatever it may be. And maybe they're making money from it. But these are platforms and companies that they believe in and, you know, match up with their brand. So I'm excited to see how women b- women's basketball continues to trend in the future and having one more year to be a part of that will be really special. But it's going to take people, like you said, like Caitlin and Angel to yeah. really make noise and, you know, be those role models for the future of women's basketball to come yeah. in and be like, I can be like her.
1: Exactly. They Who can knows? do that. Maybe, maybe NIL might be a hot take one day we talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll have to That's
0: bring up NIL in a future hot take. Maybe,
1: because you, you can make a lot of money out there, especially, like, I mean, Caitlin Clark making, you know, a million dollars. That's more than what she mm-hmm. could make in the WNBA, like we talked about before this podcast. So Absolutely. It's given those, those basketball players and anyone in sports in uh, college to really, like, you know, set themselves up for success Mm -hmm. later on in life um, just from their platform.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We got a lot to look forward to. And, um, you know, what we just did y'all was, is what you can look forward to for hot takes. Uh, we get juicy with it. Um, We dove in a little bit with it today, but we got some really cool subjects to talk about. um, And in the future we'll have a guest with us too. So it'll be Mm -hmm. cool to see their takes on things and get to know different people in the UVA community, different student athletes. So, that's the kind of stuff you guys have to look forward to, but a little intro for you guys today. And we hope that you guys share this with your family, with your friends, people around the community. um, And, you know, just listen to us, watch us and, uh, you know, beyond the arc is going to keep growing. So thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Sam. I'm Antonio. And we'll catch you later.